There's obviously been a lot of talk about pay with veterinary nurses recently. And it's something that we have discussed at length on BVNA Council. So we're going to be doing a pay toolkit. It'll be a member-only benefit. But we're looking at things like asking for a pay rise, salary benchmarking, personal budgeting, knowing your own value in practice, that kind of thing. There'll be more, but they're the sort of key things that we're looking at. Welcome to part two of this VM Times podcast series looking ahead to BVNA Congress, taking place in Telford from the 7th to the 9th of October. Having discussed resilience with keynote speaker Nicola Lakeman in part one, in this episode we speak to BVNA President Alex Taylor. Building resilience has been the theme of Alex's presidential year, and she joins us to review some of the initiatives from the past 12 months and preview the Congress lecture series that will conclude her campaign. We are also joined by Charlotte Pace, who will take over as President at Congress. She provides an insight into her aims and objectives around the theme of empowerment. Alex and Charlotte also discuss the launch of two new BVNA toolkits over the coming months, one aimed at supporting student VNs, the other offering advice around the topic of pay. How are you both? Very well, thank you. Very good, thank you. We're both very busy at the moment. Um, got lots going on with the BVNA, but um, it's yeah, it's been great and uh, it's been a, it, an interesting year for me, but um, a very rewarding year. And I'm looking forward to supporting Charlotte when she moves into the Pres Row in October. Fantastic. We'll start on that, Alex, because obviously Congress will mark the end of your 12 months as president. It's been a busy one. It's been a fun one. But also, obviously, we can't ignore the fact that at the heart of it, there's been quite a serious message all along, hasn't there? Yeah, with the with the building resilience theme. Yeah, I mean, um, as I think I probably said in the thing that we did, the recording we did last year, um, it was kind of centred around trying to help veterinary nurses um, become more resilient or improve their resilience skills after such a, a tough kind of couple of years. Um, I do think it means different things to different people, resilience. And, and I don't think there's so, such a thing as being resilient. I just think it's something that you kind of build on and, and develop yourself. Um, but I just wanted veterinary nurses to um, focus on looking after themselves because we're not very good at doing that um, and have pride in who they are and, and what they represent. Um, you know, we're very good at caring, um, but we don't always apply that to our own lives. And that's something that I felt that I wanted to focus on because I think it needs to change. So how has that been done throughout the year? I mean, obviously, the first thing that springs to mind immediately for me is it was also the theme throughout VNAM. And it's going to be a key part of Congress, isn't it? Yes, it is. Absolutely. So there's a few different things that we've done this year. Um, first of all, we've worked quite closely with and supported our CVS MMI. Um, so in November... Um, last year we had a student veterinary nursing wellbeing discussion forum um, and um, some quite difficult but necessary conversations came out of that um, and that was off the back of the RCVS MMI survey where um, it came apparent that quite a lot of uh, student veterinary nurses felt that um, bullying and incivility is is a bit of an issue um, in practice so um, and certainly for them so uh, we did cover some really important topics with that uh, we looked at um, disability and chronic illness and creating a more kind of inclusive environment uh, we looked at juggling demands so work and studies for student veterinary nurses 
and also raising awareness about who we are and, and pride in the profession as well. Um, what was really interesting during those, those conversations was um, quite a lot of the veterinary nurse, student veterinary nurses um, had this kind of imposter syndrome thing where they felt that they weren't good enough or uh, and perhaps even valued to a certain degree. Um, and if, if you think it was nice for those of us that were a bit more experienced and the RVNs there to say, actually, we do really value you. We value what you've got to say and your input. Um, and, uh, you know, we were all SVM, SVNs once and we've all we've all had those challenges and we do understand. Um, so it was quite nice to sort of to sort of end with that, that as well. Um, we are currently putting together a student veterinary nurse toolkit for um, our student members, but I'm going to let Charlotte tell you more about that in a bit. So because um, she's she's spearheading that that part. Um, the other thing we've done um, with our CVS MMI, but also with VetLed, is the safe, um, we've supported the Safe to Speak Up campaign. Now that's based around psychological safety, which um, I think is is really, really important for all veterinary nurses. I think as valued members of the veterinary team, we should be able to um, put across our thoughts and our, and our ideas and, and share those without worrying about being kind of laughed at or dismissed or, or worse. So um, that was something that I, I felt was really important um, too. Um, and also we've been supporting the veterinary think tank sessions um, and they're sort of based around a few different ideas, but they, a couple of those have already run, but there's two more of those um, between now and I believe January of next year. And those sessions are free um, and they're, they're really, really useful. The last one we did was on um, everyday leadership um, and that was a, a really nice session. So there's a few more of those still to come. So that's what we've done uh, with, with those guys. Uh, VNAM this year, um, I'm going to be a bit biased, but I do think it was it was a successful VNAM. Um, you're quite right. We did focus on resilience, but I would say we had a bit of a two pronged approach to VNAM this year. So, yes, we looked at building resilience, um, but we also wanted to look at showcasing what veterinary nurses do and how skilled and knowledgeable and professional and dedicated they are. Um, you know, in whichever role they do, but we, we look mostly in practice, but obviously it could be other, other roles as well. So the hashtag for this year was um, our profession, my resilience. So we started by asking vet nurses to send in pictures and a little um, sort of paragraph of what they do in practice, but also what they do to build their own resilience. Because we thought it was quite nice for them to kind of share their ideas. Um, so we did that. Um, we got some really good um sort of examples of how you can build resilience so there was what I'd probably say traditional things like you know exercise meditation enjoying nature and art that kind of thing um, but probably my favorite one of those was uh, one of our regional reps um, said that she does historical reenactments for building her own resilience so I just thought that was amazing I loved that so much <laughs> she, she's an amazing person actually I met her in May at the regional rep meeting and um, yeah she's she's brilliant but I, I just really love that she did that to try and kind of empower herself and yeah feel a bit more uh, resilient so um that was what we did with with that part of vnam we did also run four webinars as well um so we did one called welcome to our world which was um around the diversity of veterinary nurses um and uh, people in different stages of their career and those that had diversified into other things as well we also did one called uh, What Our Older Selves Would Say to Our Younger Selves. That's a very interesting title, that, isn't it? It is. It was quite a reflective one, but we also felt it would be quite nice for student vet nurses and newly qualified 
veterinary nurses as well um, to, to hear what what some of the more experienced nurses had to say and, and the sort of advice that they would give. Um, and we felt that tied in with resilience as well. Um, then we did one called um, that was based around the hashtag. So our profession, my resilience, that was a discussion panel. You were on that as well, weren't you, Charlotte? I was. That one, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we had Rue Davies, who's a life coach um, that took part in that. And um, she's an awesome lady, but everybody in that discussion panel, um, it was, yeah, it was really good. We, we talked about um, what we felt resilience was and, and how we build on our own resilience as well. Um, these, these webinars are all still available, by the way. And then lastly, we did one called My Pets Veterinary Nurse, and that was aimed at trying to encourage younger people into the profession. Um, and that was a really fun one because we got children to record uh, questions on the on the job, on what we do and send it in. And then we had to answer it. So that was that was brilliant. And then on top of that, we also ran a bonus uh, webinar with International Cat Care. So they were my chosen charity for this year. And um, that was called Speak Up for Cats. And I also feel that ties in with resilience because it was about how to be an advocate for your feline patients by encouraging behavior change um which i know is something certainly whenever i speak about cat friendly nursing and that kind of thing i get a lot of nurses that ask me like oh i'm really struggling because i feel like i'm doing things that aren't cat friendly so it's about empowering empowering nurses there and then lastly we we did a couple of competitions and we did one on videos and um, videos around uh, what veterinary nurses do in practice. What is their job role? Um, and then a, another one with sort of alternative media. So raising awareness about the profession as well. And um, I have to say they were all amazing entries. Um, but some of the video ones actually brought a tear to my eye because they just it was just amazing. So seeing how kind of um, bright all of these vet nurses shone and how proud they were of who they are and what they do. I don't know what you think about that, Charlotte, but I just I thought that those they were great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Absolutely agree. It was lovely to see, wasn't it? Really lovely. Really, really nice to see. So. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of what we did around VNAM. Charlotte, did you want to talk a little bit about the student toolkit? Mm, sure. Um, so I'm really excited about this. Um, so that's from what Alex was saying about trying to help students, you know, who who can feel quite isolated in practice because they don't have the experience and therefore quite often will lack confidence and so we set up the toolkit that should be launching at the beginning of September so to coincide with the new academic year Um, and basically it's all different manners of media um, you know so we can appeal to the widest base that we can do Um, looking at things like revision tips there's a panel discussion on on uh, failing exams Um, we've got bits on like where you can get support so financial support mental health support um, all that kind of thing then we've got things on like student contracts so what can a student expect out of a placement and then also there's a piece which I think is really nice what your placement does for you as well um, we've got tick lists in there as well so students can f- help them find a placement will w- that will actually suit them as well so yeah I mean that that's not all of it by any stretch but yeah we've got that coming together really nicely and like I say it's it, it's almost ready to, to go live and also I interview a student as well uh, our student council member as to you know like how how has he found it you know how has he coped with with the, of being a student but then also of course being a, a bvna student council member as well so yeah i'm really looking forward to its launch 
Excellent. It sounds like a resource that will actually come in very handy for students, but also people who think, ah, veterinary nursing is what I want to do. Yeah. Is it a feeling almost that it's kind of filling a gap that might exist as to students might go into it not completely understanding what to expect? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm an active clinical coach myself. So, you know, I do find that students, they're kind of in it and then they suddenly get sort of drowned down by everything that's going on by assignment deadlines, NPL, what's expected of them at work. You know, there's there's just so many aspects to it. So it is a kind of like, have have a look at this because we've probably got an answer to it. Um, so yeah, like you say, it's a good thing for for students who are thinking about becoming, you know, going into the, to it. But also as well, we've got a transition piece as well. So like, you know, you, you've just qualified. Now what? <laughs> so we've got we've got some some stuff from council members who were students who've just qualified, and you know that transition because again that's quite a tricky period because you suddenly it's not quite the same now from go from stripes into solid green you might go into a a different colour scrub top maybe but you know it is that suddenly like oh crikey I'm supposed to know what I'm doing now but I'm still the same person that I was yesterday so yeah we've we've kind of got all aspects covered I hope anyway. <laughs> going to be amazing i was going to compare it to learning to drive and passing your driving test because they always say that you learn to drive you pass your driving test but only when you pass your driving test do you then learn how to drive yeah and it's quite a similar analogy that okay you go into the practice you've got the qualifications but it's that jump isn't it to actually doing Mm. it and it comes back to the resilience thing again Mm. whereby you can do it you know you can do it go and enjoy it and embrace it yeah yeah. yeah, absolutely. Definitely. It can be tough. It can be tough, I think, being a student veterinary nurse. Mm. It, can, it, it certainly tough. can be. And I think also because now, you know, obviously when when we when I was a student, anyway, I think it's the same for you, Alex, you know, we didn't we didn't have all the social media pressure as well. So, you know, now to do all of that and then, you know, to to see kind of, you know, people asking questions of things that you're nowhere near. It's it just adds an additional layer of stress. You're not just confined to your year, your cohort and getting on with everybody in your course and in your practice. Now you can see what the whole world is doing if you want to, who's training to be, you know, a diploma or, or, or a university student. It really is very difficult, I think. Social media has added a different dimension on the world, hasn't it? Especially in the past two or three years. Mm. I'm looking forward to the launch of that pack. Mm. That should be fantastic. Start of September, you say? Yes. Brilliant. We will look out for that. We've also got pay toolkits coming in as well. That'll be January 2023. There's obviously been a lot of talk about pay with veterinary nurses recently. Yes. Um, And it's something that we have discussed at length on BVNA Council. So we're going to be doing a pay toolkit. It'll be a member-only benefit, um, as will the student one, actually. Um, but we're looking at things like asking for a pay rise, salary benchmarking, you know, personal budgeting, um, knowing your own value in practice, that kind of thing. Um, there'll be more, but that's they're the sort of key things that we're looking at. Excellent. I have to ask, because you've obviously mentioned the toolkit being launched, there have been some positive steps taken from some particularly corporate groups in the past few months on VN pay. Step in the right direction. I think it is a step in the right direction, but I think it's important to realise that there's lots of other things that contribute towards a job being rewarding. 
and getting job satisfaction. And whilst we know that nurses, veterinary nurses have traditionally been underpaid for their skills, and I, I do still believe that, I, I do think it, our salaries have slowly been rising. Um, but I think things like practice culture are just as important. There's, there'll be other things as well. I can't think now because I'm on the spot. But, you know, it, it's not, I don't want to say it's not just about pay. Obviously, people need enough pay to, to live. And we know that there's problems with, um, the cost of living at the moment as well so yeah I'm really pleased that they've gone up to, to help nurses out in in that sense and I'll always champion nurses earning, earning more money and I'm sure Charlotte would as well I just think we need to be mindful that there's other things that are important too Charlotte was there anything you wanted to no I, I mean I agree completely with what you've just said it really is it, it's a fantastic step in the right direction you know for for us to to be paid what we're worth I really believe that and I really hope that it takes off across the profession I really do and that it's not just some people work at some corporates who who are the benefactors of that um but I guess with everything I, I I'm always quite cautious so I'd like to see see in full rather than a headline I'd like to see how does that actually transpose into my pay packet and you know Alex's pay packet how does that actually come across so so yeah I I I would well I'd certainly welcome it and like Alex says I mean I have walked away from jobs that have paid me more because I I need a work-life balance you know it's not just about the money and it is but it's not just like Alex said yeah. And it needs to be sustainable, doesn't it, in practice? And, you know, every practice is different. I just don't think it's as black and white as, you know, everyone gets a pay rise, although it's obviously very important. I think there's a lot more to it. Absolutely. It's 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 a big headline thing, isn't it? I mean, do you want to get paid more money? I mean, who who would say no to that? You know, it really does. It does grab you kind of around the throat, doesn't it? And and raise attention. But, yeah, I'd, I'd just like to see what it really translates to. Hopefully we'll find that out in weeks and months to come, especially as it feels like the pinch is going to get even worse. I think I read a headline yesterday that said energy alone is going to be £500 in January, which is just an incredible amount of money. But we'll definitely see how that... And petrol. Yeah, exactly. So, Charlotte, obviously you at Congress become president. Yes. No doubt it's going to be an exciting 12 months for you, but what in particular are you going to be working on what else do you have in the pipeline? So my theme, like Alex's, Alex's has been resilient. So mine's empowerment. Okay. So what I'm really doing, and I think it just really sort of moulds on nicely to what Alex has done, yeah. because so much of it just kind of intertwines with what we're doing. Um, so, you know, so like, for example, Alex was talking about the pay toolkit, which has come, you know, the ideas and the working towards has come about this year, but it will be launched in, in in my presidential year where I can you know, where we can push it forward to say, you can ask to be paid what you're worth, you know, or, or, you know, you can start having those conversations. So, yeah, so basically with some of the stuff that I'm going to be working with and pushing forward, it's it's stuff that's already going, um, yeah. you know, such as like working with Vet Nurse Futures and protecting the title. So really kind of pushing that forward and seeing what the industry thinks about it and really kind of, you know, scoping out a way that we can move forward with that. Um, also, you know, with the empowerment side. So I will be looking again at, again, stuff that Alex did in her JVP year. So the chronic illness, 
and really like how we can help others because we lose so many nurses to you know to reasons which, which we just don't need to lose nurses to in this profession um you know it is a physical job but there are other ways that we can we can do the job that don't require you to to lift a 40 kilo labrador every day you know we yeah. so yeah so really Champ- I know I know it's such a cliched word now, but championing the whatever role it is, whatever path you've gone down, you know, because I when I started, when I was a student, I had no idea I would be sitting here talking to you, you know, 22 years later. I had absolutely no idea. And that that was OK, because at the time I was just changing career because I liked animals. I mean, that is fundamentally why I did it. And I got paid to to stroke cats, you know, and I still do. I do a few other things as well sometimes, but mainly I like to stroke cats and I get paid for that. <laughs> so, yeah, so really, like I say, it, it's building on that that kind of recognition of what nurses do. That That's going to be my idea. My charity next year will be Vet Life. Okay. So, um, and I, I know that we've just had the press release come out about that as well, um, that we fully support that nurses will now be able to stand as full members and also um, apply for uh, trustees and also uh, to be able to uh, apply for financial assistance. And so I really do want to work with Vet Life because obviously, you know, the things that they do are very, very important to me and to a lot of nurses and friends that I have that are affected by all, all of the issues that they deal with. So we'll be doing a Vet Life Day as well. So we'll be okay. pushing that forward. It'll probably be in 2023, I would think, probably early 2023. Um, yeah, because I, I really do want to to support charities and, and organisations that that do holistically look at the whole vet team. The Vet Life announcement from this week, does it feel like it's been a long time coming? In part, yes, because obviously, you know, nursing has been a profession. We ha- we are humans the same way that vets are. However, change doesn't come around quickly. They, there's a lot of work behind the scenes to get that because actually the way that it's changed in the announcement that's, that's come out this week is because obviously VetLife have had to change their articles and then get them approved by their trustees. So, you know, as much as, you know, we want to get things done it's not always just a quick fix so yes in some ways it is but to me you know if we think that this thought was probably a few years ago it it does recognize it comes along with the fact that nursing is being looked at more and more and being recognized for what we are yeah and I I, I agree with that actually and I've also wanted to say a big well done to you Charlotte for your building your relationship with VetLife and, um, you know, obviously championing veterinary nurses as well, because mm. that's that's been a really good relationship that BBNA have built up with them now. And, um, yeah, we're obviously absolutely delighted that, yeah. that those changes have happened. Mm. And it certainly backs up both of your themes, essentially, doesn't it? Building yeah. the resilience and empowering VNs to go about their day-to-day jobs and duties with all the vigour and ability to thrive that they want. Yeah. Which takes us quite nicely onto the theme of this year's Congress. Yeah, of course. So um, we, we have resilience lectures every morning throughout con- Congress. So Congress is the 7th to the 9th of October. Um, so we've got three lectures every morning that are centred around the resilience theme. Um, we thought it was important to do this because it just gives um, delegates the chance to 
attend these lectures regardless of, <clears throat> of what day they they are at Congress. Um, we thought it, Congress was a good place to do this because it creates a lot of conversation, people feeling a bit maybe a bit less sort of isolated. And, and we thought, you know, it helps nurses to feel a bit less alone because we all struggle sometimes, but there are tools out there that can help you and people yeah. that can help you and, and, and to help you help yourself as well. So um, some of the lectures that we've got look at understanding resilience and what it means and, and mental well-being as well as an individual. But then there's also resilience strategies for the whole team in the workplace as well. Um, so that they're sort of scattered throughout throughout Congress. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to those. Um, we've got some brilliant topics this year, but obviously there's going to be something that fits in with the theme and, and that's where they come in, really. Excellent. We obviously can't ignore there is a big clinical lineup as well throughout the programme. Charlotte, you're lecturing at one point. Mm-hmm. I will mention we'll have a webinar in the digital yep. version of Congress Times for your lecture. It'll also be on the digital channels as well. And thank you so much for putting that together. What other fun and activities do we have planned? I know the party night has a very feline theme to it. Feline fine and fabulous, I believe. <laughs> People who do not know yet will now be able to work out Alex is also known as the cat nurse. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how that happened, really. That's another story. (laughs) (laughs) Although Charlotte is equally, I would say, cat mad as me. It's true. When we get together, we talk about cats a lot. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) the evening, (laughs) in fact, I was just chatting to CPD and events executive today. And uh, we were talking about the the decorations for the tables and everything. But there is going to be a catwalk. I can confirm that. Fantastic. There has to be. <laughs> you can't have a cat themed event without a catwalk. <laughs> you have to dress as a cat if you go. I was going to say, I think everyone has to dress as a cat, don't they? Or something cat themed. Oh, there'll be, yeah, I'm sure there'll be some really good outfits and I'm looking forward to it. And obviously we give the awards out at the gala dinner as well. I can picture the award presentation pictures now. Yeah, um, I'll be going as a Siamese. Of course. I've been uh, gathering my, my outfit together over the last few months. Inspired there by your own cat. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. What other fun and events are you looking forward to? Right. Okay. So we do have, um, obviously, we've got the gala dinner. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention that there is some other awards being given out at the end of the feline stream. International Cat Care and obviously ISFM are the veterinary branch of that are working with us and Hills to give out an award based around a competition that we've just launched actually this year. So it's an ISFM Hills and BVNA joined competition and it's asking veterinary nurses to submit photos or videos of cat friendly resources. And there's more information about that on the BVNA website. The five finalists get a free ticket to Congress and then the winner will be announced at the end of the feline stream. Okay. So that's on the Saturday. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, we also have um, a happy hour as well on the Friday, which is between at the moment between five and six. Um, I'm just waiting for that to be finalised. So that should be fun, too. So, yeah, I can't wait. And there's, there's the quiz. Yeah. There's the quiz How could night. you forget the quiz? Yeah, the quiz is amazing. The quiz is called Cat You Feel the Love Tonight. Nice. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any feline puns left? Oh, there'll be more. We'll, sure. We will find more. Don't you worry about that. Well, Charlotte's going to be the quiz master, along with Macaulay, who's one of our student council members. So that in itself is going to be absolutely amazing and hilarious. But yeah, the quiz night, the quiz night's going to be brilliant. Yeah, can't wait for that. Yeah, Excellent. 
Excellent. Look forward to that. We should also mention the keynote from Nicola Lakeman. Bit of a keynote with a difference this year, whereby I think Nicola's going to be sharing some of her experiences more and that element of resilience. Yes, absolutely. And it was very important to me this year that I chose, I wanted a veterinary nurse mm-hmm. to do the keynote because I wanted it, wanted it to be relatable. And whenever I've seen Nicola lecture, she's always been very relatable. You know, <clears throat> you can sort of understand where she's coming from. Um, so obviously she's a, an incredible veterinary nurse, but like all of us, she has faced her own challenges as well. And I'm sure she's going to be sharing some of that. And yeah, I just thought that the delegates would appreciate that and that it would fit in with the theme as well. Returning to awards, one award that we have to mention is the Veterinary Nurse Ambassador Award that's been set up and named after Jean Turner, who we lost at the start of this year. Fantastic way of marking everything she did for veterinary nursing. But why was it chosen to go down the award line? And I imagine both of you have certain memories of Jean and how she inspired yourselves in your careers. Well, certainly from my perspective, I I never had the privilege to know Jean but I am aware of how amazing she was. I've been told by lots of different people, lots of other veterinary nurses, what an amazing ambassador she was for the profession um, and that she has supported and inspired a lot of nurses along the way. And she was always very, very supportive of the BVNA and involved with BVNA as well. So it just felt like this was a, a fitting tribute to her and, and her contribution to the profession, really. So that's why we decided in the Task and Finish group that we would dedicate an award to Jean. Yeah, I met her at probably one of my first congresses that I ever spoke at. And she was really supportive, really supportive of because I was obviously getting quite nervous about it. And yeah, she was she was just really kind. That that's what I remember, you know, and whatever, you know, I, she said something like, you know, whatever happens will happen or something like that. And it it was just nice that somebody who obviously ha- has had such an influence on veterinary nursing could at the time I thought to talk to somebody like me who you know I was fairly early on in those days into to sort of public speaking so yeah it was yeah and I, I personally think that an award is just it's just a lovely thing it's a it's a mm. nice thing to do and because it's an award it stays there you know it's not just done this year it can be done forever if we want to. Yeah, no, it's not. It's nice to hear that she was obviously very supportive of people as as they were sort of progressing with their career. She sounds like an amazing lady. And an award essentially will guarantee that her legacy will live on and generations down the line will then look at the award and think, who was Jean Turner? And then they'll look up and understand and realise that veterinary nursing essentially is where it is because of the foundations that she helped set. Yeah. So the award has now closed for entries, but what in particular, without obviously giving away shortlists or winners, which we can't do and won't happen until the event, what are you looking for in particular in terms of worthy winners? I think it it needs to be someone that has been an ambassador for the profession, someone that's maybe tried to help push things forward with the profession, maybe somebody that has supported a lot of other people within the profession. They're the kind of things that we'll we'll be looking at, somebody that's raised awareness about veterinary nursing as well. I know we've had some entries, so I'm actually very much looking forward to judging that one, but we have got three other awards as well this year. Of course. Yeah, so we've got the VNJ Writer of the Year Award. That's one that we do every year. Yeah. 
And then we've also got the Support You, Support Me Award, which is looking at veterinary nurses that have promoted sort of mental health and quality in the profession. And that does fit in with the resilience theme, that one as well. Um, and then we have the BVNA and International Cat Care Above and Beyond for Feline Welfare Award, which will be a one-off award. Well, I think so. But um, yeah, that obviously fits in with, with that. And I, I can't wait, can't wait to judge that one. When are you judging? Oh, good question. <laughs> in the next few weeks is about as specific <laughs> as I can be because we've got so much on. It's, yeah, it's crazy at the moment in a good way. And we look forward to seeing the shortlist and then learning who the winners are going to be at Congress. To summarise, Congress is going to be a good one. Definitely. I did want to briefly mention that we do have some special parts of Congress. Um, So we have a leadership summit. I've looked at those lectures and I can't wait for those. I think they're going to be great. But we also have a student symposium and a veterinary nurse educators conference as well. But the sort of more traditional streams, we've obviously got nutrition and anaesthesia, behaviour, um, which we I think we kind of look at each year, wound management. There's some equine lectures in there as well and geriatric nursing and then obviously the feline stream. So there's a bit for everyone at this year's Congress, I feel. Charlotte's doing a lecture. I'm doing a lecture. We've got some other council members speaking as well. We've got some brilliant speakers this year. And yeah, I think that the quality of speakers is great. So yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Can't wait. Excellent. Looking forward to it, Charlotte? Yes, very much so. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of trepidation there as well. But I I am. It's really exciting because, as I said earlier, you know, I, I didn't honestly think I would ever be in this position. And I'm determined to do the best I can for my profession, which I love and and enjoy it at the same time you will you will you're gonna be awesome thanks as long as you support me i will be don't worry we're all very supportive of each other on bvna council so yeah we are it's great we we look after each other i'm sure you're gonna have a great year thank you guys it's been brilliant to catch up and look forward to congress and hear about some of the work that's been going on behind the scenes and we will see you in telford see you there See you soon.